0: Thank you very much, Mr. Speaker. A very good morning to you. And good morning, uh, House of Representatives. I'm Aaron Bean. I'm one of the new guys. And uh, aside from a motion to adjourn earlier this week, this right now is the very first time I am speaking on this floor. And I want to say what an honor it is to be with you all uh, in this body.
1: That was Republican Congressman Aaron Bean, not just one of the new guys in Congress, He's also representing a brand new district, the 4th District of Florida. This podcast is all about what's new, new members and their first speeches in the new Congress. So stay put, don't motion to adjourn, and enjoy this new episode of C-SPAN's podcast The Weekly.
2: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com weight loss.
1: The 118th Congress has over 70 new members. From the first week of first speeches in the House, we saw new faces, heard new storylines, and got new perspectives, like from Brandon Williams, Republican of New York.
0: I'm honored to speak here on the House floor for the first time. I'm the first nuclear submarine veteran to serve in the United States House of Representatives in the last 50 years, and only the second in our nation's history. One particular submarine patrol we pulled into Pearl Harbor to take World War II veterans out to sea with us for the day. By naval tradition, we stood at attention and saluted the USS Arizona as we passed by. One part of the experience we shared with these veterans was to demonstrate the tremendous pressure of the ocean. In the control room with the periscopes, we would tie a string from one side of the hole to the other, about the width of this rostrum behind me. Our submarine's hull is made of high-strength steel to keep the water out and the crew safe. On the surface, this string would be taut like a guitar string and would sit about a foot off the deck. But as we submerged our boat, the pressure of the sea would compress the hull and that string would begin to droop. And by the time we reached many hundreds of feet below the ocean That string would lay flat on the deck, the incredible pressure of the ocean visible for everyone to see.
1: Monica de la Cruz is the first ever Republican to represent the 15th District of Texas in the predominantly Latino Rio Grande Valley.
3: Being here as a single
1: mother and the granddaughter of a Mexican farm worker shows that all things are possible in America through faith and hard work. That's why I am proud that my first vote is to protect small businesses in South Texas from the IRS overreach, which disproportionately hurts low-income Americans and communities like mine. The last thing we need are 87,000 IRS agents harassing South Texans. Democratic Congressman Daniel Goldman is a former Assistant U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York. He served as a Democratic counsel for the first impeachment trial of President Donald Trump. The focus of his first speech as a congressman, the Republicans proposed select subcommittee on the weaponization of the federal government. And just two sentences into Daniel Goldman's congressional career, Donald Trump had a cameo.
4: The primary purpose of this special subcommittee is to interfere with the special counsel's ongoing investigation into a conspiracy to overturn the 2020 election. This is a shocking abuse of power. But it's not just the usual efforts by members on the other side of the aisle to once again do Donald Trump's dirty work. This time, they're trying to protect themselves. One of them, a member from Pennsylvania, had his cell phone seized pursuant to a court order finding probable cause that he committed a crime. Yet he has indicated that he wants to be on this subcommittee so that he can undermine a criminal investigation into himself. My Republican counterparts can dress up the subcommittee with a menacing name, but let's call it what it really is, the Republican Committee to Obstruct Justice. The American people don't want that. They don't want yet another front of the Republican War on Democracy and the Rule of Law.
1: Speaking in support of the Weaponization Committee, in his first speech as a new member, Ryan Zinke. Yes, you've heard that name before. Representative Zinke is actually new again. The Republican from Montana is a returning member. He also was in President Trump's cabinet.
2: I proudly served as the 52nd Secretary of Interior, and despite the deep state's repeatedly attempts to stop me, I stand before you as a duly elected member of the United States Congress and tell you that a deep state exists and is perhaps the strongest covert weapon the left has against the American people. There is no doubt the federal government deep state coordinates with liberal activists and uses politicians and willing media to carry their water. The deep state runs secret messaging campaigns with one goal in mind, to increase its power to censor and persuade the American people. Dark money groups funded by liberal billionaires and foreign investors funnel money to shell organizations and repeatedly attempt to destroy the American West. In many cases, they want to wipe out the American cowboy completely.
1: Those two new members were on opposite sides of the new Weaponization Committee. Two new members on opposite sides gave first speeches with opposite opinions on another hot-button issue that's hardly new—abortion. Here's Florida Democrat Maxwell Alejandro Frost, at 25 years old, the youngest member of Congress, and the first member of Gen Z ever elected to Congress. The topic, A Resolution Condemning Attacks on Pro-Life Facilities. His first speech included a reference to Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis.
0: It's a one-sided resolution meant to fan the flames of anti-abortion and anti-freedom sentiment in this country. See, my district in Central Florida sees these sentiments in action as our governor has passed an abortion ban and looks to go even further and as someone whose birth, birth mother made the brave and difficult decision to put me up for adoption, I recognize that that decision was deeply personal and can often mark one of the most vulnerable points in a person's life. No one should take advantage of that, and the federal government should actually protect it.
1: Harriet Hageman, Republican of Wyoming, unseated fellow Republican Liz Cheney in a race that got national attention and was largely shaped by pro- and anti-Trump forces. Congresswoman Hageman's first speech was in support of the abortion resolution. I rise today to condemn intimidation tactics of pro-abortion activists. Since the very day the Dobbs versus Jackson decision was illegally leaked, acts of violence against pregnancy centres, places of worship, and other pro-life institutions have skyrocketed. Cases of vandalism, harassment, firebombings, and physical assaults have been reported all across the country, in communities big and small. In addition to the actual acts, these violent acts amount to intimidation of those individuals that need the services provided by these pro-life, faith-based organizations. Not only has President Biden and his administration failed to condemn these attacks, but his Department of Justice has also refused to take any action to identify and prosecute those that have committed these crimes. To other new members making first speeches on opposite sides of the abortion debate, First, Republican freshman congressman Nathaniel Moran.
3: Madam Speaker, I'm honored to stand here today on the House floor of representatives to serve as the voice of East Texans in Congress. As a man of faith and father of four children, I rise today for the very first time in Congress as a member of Congress to stand for the sanctity of life and in full support of children nationwide.
1: And on the other side, Morgan McGarvey, a new Democratic congressman from Kentucky.
3: Last night,
0: The House Republicans' first order of business was to make it even harder for women to receive abortions and for healthcare professionals to provide them. These decisions are best left between a woman and her doctor. But House Republicans have sent a clear message that more legislative attacks against women's rights are on the horizon. I proudly voted against yesterday's attack on women and their doctors, and I will continue fighting for reproductive rights.
1: And one more new Democratic member on this issue, Colorado Congresswoman Brittany Pedersen.
0: But I came to Congress to make a meaningful difference in people's lives and fight against extremism just like this. The people of Colorado's 7th District sent me here to ensure that these personal decisions are kept between women, their doctors, their families, not members of Congress. Just like I did in the state Senate, I will not stop fighting until all Americans have control over their own bodies.
1: Meantime, new Republican California Congressman Kevin Kiley showed his literary chops. While talking about his state's weather, he cited a famous award-winning American writer.
4: Mr. Speaker, California now finds itself in both a flood emergency and a drought emergency at the same time. That absurdity underscores a fundamental failure of governance. Citizens are told to take shorter showers. Farmers are told to fallow their fields. All the while, they watch water flow abundantly into the ocean. An estimated 8 billion gallons of water from these storms will flow into the ocean in the Los Angeles Basin alone. Cycles of wetness and dryness are nothing new to our state. Joan Didion in 1977 wrote, California summers were characterized by the coughing in the pipes that meant the well was dry, and California winters by all-night watches on rivers about to crest.
1: The Joan Didion reference was to her essay, Holy Water. It appeared in Esquire magazine eight years before Congressman Kiley was born. It wasn't just controversial topics that drove first speeches by new members. Some saw a chance to rejoice, even gloat. Like Mike Collins. The new Republican from Georgia had the fortune of good timing to give his first floor speech on something happy, something to celebrate. The Georgia Bulldogs football team winning the college football national championship. Mr. Speaker, how about them dogs? It's an honor this morning to rise and deliver my first speech on the floor of the People's House, and what a special occasion it is. After last night's resounding victory, it is clear that the Georgia Bulldogs haven't gotten tired of winning. I want to congratulate the University of Georgia, especially the players who left it all on the field during practice and the games and earned another championship last night. During his first floor remarks, Michigan Republican John James also mentioned a local football team. The context, nominating Kevin McCarthy for speaker on the seventh ballot.
3: Kevin McCarthy won the gavel back as minority leader in half the time uphill. We want to talk about people who can win. I'm a Lions fan, and and, uh, I'm I'm well acquainted with snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Y'all, we need to learn how to win. We need to learn how to take a victory.
1: So why care about first speeches by a new member of Congress? Well, one reason— You never know who you spot today might one day end up being House Speaker or party leader. California Republican Kevin McCarthy is now Speaker. If you were watching C-SPAN on January 10, 2007, you saw his first speech. A quick reminder of his topic, a Republican plan to increase the minimum wage and provide offset tax relief for small businesses. And it included a mention of the person he would replace as Speaker 16 years later, Nancy Pelosi. I
3: listened to the debate today, and I listened to the other side as a freshman. If you look at the Republican bill, it is a compromise. It is a common solution. The minimum wage will be increased, but what else will happen? There'll be greater health care for the workers. There'll be tax relief where you can expense off when you're buying business equipment. What happens? The workers of America are more competitive in a global economy for the 21st century. And I asked my Colleagues on the other side, last week on this floor, I listened closely to what our speaker said. Speaker Pelosi said, let's work in a spirit of partnership, not partisanship. Well, I will tell you the Republican bill is just that. It is a partnership that lets the power of the idea win at the end of the day.
1: On the other side, Hakeem Jeffries is now Democratic leader. If you were watching C-SPAN almost exactly 10 years ago... January 15th, 2013, you saw his first speech as a freshman from New York. And you might have noticed that President Franklin Roosevelt made a cameo.
3: The victims of Superstorm Sandy have been forced to languish in agony and languish in uncertainty. Our response has been characterized by delay, obstruction, postponement, obfuscation. It's unacceptable given the nature of the disaster that people at home have experienced. We have defaulted on our obligation to provide assistance to Americans in need. We're a day late and a dollar short. In fact, we're 78 days late and $51 billion short. New York, one of the original 13 colonies, has given much to the republic over the last 236 years. Our sons and our daughters have died in each and every war. FDR, a tremendous statesman, has helped us get through the Great Depression, and we regularly give more to the government than we get back in return. And now, our bonus
1: clip. We'll close out the way we began with freshman Florida Republican Aaron Bean, one of the new guys
0: so to all the members here, I look forward to working with you to tackling these challenges and making America uh, more secure, safer,
1: and stronger. Members, let's go get them. Go get them indeed. Go get those clips from the C-SPAN video library. Go to c-span.org and use the search bar on top. Search more new members of Congress more first speeches, more old things that are new, new, new. That's it for this episode of C-SPAN's Podcast The Weekly. Thanks for listening and happy searching.